Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, this is not Fa One, but Fa Two. Um, your only host, <laughs> and welcome back. Um, it's been a little bit. I always say this, and I always say that I say this, but I appreciate the people that just look the other way. Um, today's episode, for one, we're gonna be discussing something that's been very crazy for the whole entire world. Only a few years ago, which was COVID, the anniversary just passed. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was. March 15th, I think. Um, So I just wanted to touch on that just a little bit. I also wanted to talk about a few other random topics, not too much today, um, because I am going on vacation this week. Um, It's not really a vacation, but I am going to be going away to North Carolina because my birthday, 26th birthday, is March 24th. So your girl is going to be going out there to spend time with my older sister, who is my best friend. Shout out to Shante. And to my with my aunt as well. Um, that should be pretty fun. I look forward to this experience. I have not left New York in quite some time, so it'll be very interesting to see how that pans out, of course. But um, what else? I am going to be going out there, and I'm going to be getting, of course, a podcast or two, particularly two from my older sister Shante because I don't know for the people that do know this I'm not sure I don't think I've ever really said it on the podcast or not me and my older sister were actually originally supposed to do this podcast together this wasn't supposed to be the Fatu podcast this was actually supposed to be me and her doing the podcast because even like she said the other night when we were on the phone actually I think she said that last night but she said if we had a podcast together everyone would hate us because of the things that we would say and I was like I think they would hate you because I would pick my words just a little bit, whereas you really wouldn't give a damn and you would just really speak without, not to say not censoring yourself, but I feel like she would just speak without really taking a second to put the sentence together, if that makes sense. Um, Whereas I will try to take a moment to really explain myself, even if I come off wrong the first time or really try to take a second to really phrase things properly. So... But that's neither here nor there. You guys will be hearing the episodes that we record next week. I will be dropping that first one. Like I said, I'm going to go over there to get two or more. If I can get more, that'd be lovely. But ideally, I'm going to be getting two. So please look forward to those episodes. But I don't really want to necessarily tell you guys off the bat what the other ones are about but I guess maybe maybe I should because there's no reason to hide it <laughs> um so the other ones were going to be should people who were bullied be able to confront their bully and those who spoke ill of them um another one was racially changing fictional characters um as you guys know with for example um there's a, supposed to be a black tinkerbell if I'm not mistaken and there's also the little mermaid which is the most popular one at the moment And also we have, should women be expected to give up sex if a man flies her out and spends a lot of money on her? Now, we're going to get into it bit by bit, but I just wanted to really just let you guys know that these are the topics that I have right now because I have been holding on to some of these for quite a bit. As you know, um, certain topics may sound familiar for people that have scrolled across social media or not, but it's just something that I felt like I really wanted to bring to the table. And I really want to hear people's opinions about it um, because I know sometimes people will reach out to me regarding my podcast, things that they've heard or opinions that they have, um, I guess, damn near being a little co-host, if you will. And I, you know what? And I'm not mad at that. You know what? Because I appreciate opinions because that means you're listening, you know? So shout out to everyone who reaches out to actually like, you know, let me know how they felt about certain things. Um, to Juliet, 
my bestie, my buddy. I want to, she also had told me, this is months ago, but I'm remembering this right now. She said that she wanted me to, um, do another Ask Fatu episode. So I will be bringing that back. I will be dropping a, um, like a questions to ask me on my Instagram. Uh, and I'm, I'm not going to do that right now though, of course, but I'm going to probably wait a few weeks and do that because definitely there was a few things that she said that she wanted to throw in there into the question box. And I know that there's probably other people that maybe have formulated a question over some time now and have prepared themselves to want to drop a question. So let's just get right into it. I'm sorry. That was just a really quick open. Well, that was a long opener actually, but, um, let's just get right into the episode. So first off COVID guys, um, that whole year of 2020 was kind of crazy. Um, small story time, um, right before COVID officially, officially, like everything shut down, shut down. Like when it was like a few days before everything got shut down, there was this dude that I met. This is actually a wonderful story time to start off COVID. Um, but this is how I started off my COVID damn near. So there was this dude that I had met, um, talked to this man for all of two weeks. Um, didn't know him from a hole in the wall because I barely know a hole in the wall. And he literally, and I, you know what, what's wrong with me? Because looking back, I was wild as hell to sit there and like actually do this. But especially considering the first date. So like I said, knew each other for two weeks on the very first date this man is literally crying actual tears tears out of his eyes telling me about his ex and how like things have fell out and like x y and z and i'm just sitting in the car looking at him while he's dropping tears down his cheeks about this what like i'm talking about like red-eyed and everything and i'm just looking at him like what like i I'm trying to console him, you know, put in my little psychologist Fatu hat. Um, but it was, it was just not giving. And I was just thinking to myself, like, what? Like, we just had a whole date. Like, you know, it wasn't a date date, but it was like, you know, meet up. We walked around like a park and stuff like that. Something simple, you know, nothing crazy. It was 2020. You know, I wasn't trying to do nothing crazy. Um, at the time I was still living at home. Um, but anyway, so then we're walking around the park and everything's cool. Um, you know, when you just kind of get cool vibes and stuff like that, it's not, it's not giving boyfriend, but it's not giving friend necessarily. So whatever that little middle ground is, that's what it was giving. And, um, you know, we're talking, we're getting to know each other. He seemed like a really nice guy. Um, he's nerdy. I love that. I live for that. He's medium ugly. Also, I live for that too. And like, we're just walking around getting to know each other. And then now we get in the car he then proceeds to start telling me about his ex, even though he was telling me about his ex sprinkles while we were walking around the track. And I'm just kind of like, okay, like, you know, people are talking about their past. That's fine. People do that, you know, cause we all have a past. Um, and then he, when we get in the car and that's when the whole like deep, deep story goes on about how she broke up with him and she wasn't ready and X, Y, and Z. And you know, he's planning on moving to, which is going to get us to what the real story time was, but he's planning on moving to, um, like Mississippi or New Orleans or something like that because he just needs to start fresh and like I said this man is crying tears and I'm looking and I'm patting him on the back but I'm also like like thinking to myself like yeah I don't think I'm gonna meet up with him again like it was just really giving that um but then at towards the tail end of it after he's gotten himself together and he's pulled out his handkerchief to dab away his tears. He's, he's now like, you know, so like getting himself together and like, you know, we're starting to have an actual conversation again. Um, 
I just kind of felt indifferent about it. I was just like, oh, okay, like, he means well. Maybe he's healing, you know? And, I, and I'm not mad at that. I feel like there's nothing wrong with someone healing, someone trying to recover from a situation, and also being transparent with someone who's a stranger about their emotions, because I'm like that. So even though I was kind of judging the fact that he's really bawling, crying to me who he's on a date with, because obviously... At the same time, I do have compassion, and I was thinking, like, you know what? As as sucky as this is, and as off-rail as this went, maybe I can give him a chance and stuff like that. Because even after he's, like I said, after he's finished crying and everything, we get back on track. And, you know, he takes me home, and we continue to talk after that. Um, like I said, this is all happening within a two-week span. Um, but he ends up one day picking me up from my... Uh, throwback to hap for those who used to be a, the og uh fatu podcast episode people but my old best friend hap um if you want to ever hear hap's voice or anything like that please jump back into the very first episodes um anything that involves hap episode you can go back and listen to those um but hap at the time was my best friend and i was at his house and uh the guy that i was dating at the time or trying to get to know is rather probably a better word he comes pick me up um he's taking me home He's then proceeding to tell me, like I said, that he's planning, you know, about his whole planning to move and stuff like that. So he said that he found a place, um, like a house and stuff like that. He's supposed to go see it and like his trip, his trip, his tickets are booked and stuff. And I was just like, okay, cool, cool. I wish I could go with you, you know, just talking, you know, I'm not, you know, I mean, I meant it because, you know, when you get to know somebody, you just kind of be like, what the shit's about anything. I don't know. It's weird. And he was just like, oh, you, um, you should come with me. And I was just like oh, I can't though. Not because I felt creeped out or scared. It was just like me thinking of the fact that I'm living at home and I was like, uh, I have an African Muslim dad and a mom who's not cool for real like that. So I'm just thinking to myself, how could I really like, I, like I can't find an opportunity to leave my house f like to catch a flight. You know what I mean? Like my mom, she, at the time she wasn't working and she was just like, like I, me and my sister were the prime example of kids who never had the free because once my mom had gone to like her car accident and everything like that, she just was at home all the time and it just was what it was. And my dad, he would work from like 3 PM, 4 PM and he wouldn't get home until like two, three in the morning, depending. So we never had the free or whatever. So I was like, there's no real opportunity for me to attempt to sneak out at any point, you know? So he's just like, Oh, like. Um, you know, like the tickets is really cheap, da da da. And like I said, at this point, this is like a few, like literally, like maybe a few days before the lockdown happened, where it was like, yo, there ain't no flights, there ain't this, this, that. So we really, I got lucky, like I got lucky, cause he was an adult. I was not that I wasn't an adult too, but like he was older than me. Um, but anyway, so he's um. He's like, oh, the cheap, the flights are really cheap right now and stuff like that. He was like, um, it's like $40. You already knew what we flew, but we're going to get there. So then he's like, it's like $40 and stuff. And I was just like, uh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause his flight was like, I think supposed to be like two days from then. And, but it was like a, like a super, super early flight. Like it was like a six something in the morning flight. And I was like, even if I wanted to go, like, how do I make a plan to like say, anything or how does anyone not recognize if I'm going to be gone or whatever so he's just like oh um like I could pick you up or I could pick you up or whatever from your place 
Um, but we would have to leave super, super early if that's the case because we have to catch the flight in Jersey. And it was just extra. I was just like, oh my God, all right. <laughs> and I went and I said, okay, I'm gonna figure it out. But he bought the tickets. I was like, you know, if I to live. And I'm tired of telling myself that. Because one day, God forbid, but you're gonna keep on telling yourself, you know what, just live. And then you end up getting killed. So I need to chill out with all that. Let's just live shit. But anyway, so now. I fast forward two days. Um, it, it it's like my mom's in her room. She's she's always in her room, and I like go to like creep out at at that point because but it was a little shaky because at this point this is really a full story time. I'm weak. Um, it's a little shaky, but because my dad, like I said, gets home at like three or four and. Sometimes he'd get home a little earlier than that, though. So it was real shaky. And I was like, damn, like, if I don't get... Because that's the thing. If my dad gets home before I can sneak out, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like, my, I would have to take my one opportunity to just bolt out when I can. And that's it. And then never look back. Because if I would, if my dad would have caught me at any point or if I, he got home before I could leave... I would have never been able to leave because my dad don't go to lay down until like six something in the morning. Like he gets in, watches his little African news and stuff like that. And then he'd just be right there in the kitchen until six something in the morning. And I would have never been able to catch that flight. So long story short, I managed to get out. Um, he picks me up. Uh, funny enough, we ended up like having a whole argument in the parking lot. Cause his girl, the girlfriend thing came up again. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? Like anyway, ended up beefing about that. Now the, the, we in the airport, it's awkward. It's dead as hell though. Because like I said, it was the be like right before lock lockdown happened. So at that point it was getting a little shaky with people being outside in general, but they didn't officially lock nothing down. But the airport was like dead. And I'm just like minding my business. I'm just like, you know what, whatever. Like me and him is not talking right now. He's sitting on, on a far over end of the seats i'm sitting by myself or whatever we end up boarding the flight we end up departing we get to new orleans um we get there we're literally not even talking like the whole day it's it was like so pointless i don't even know what the hell i went for at that point um literally the, the moral of this story is the fact that i was able to leave my home Please watch it, kids, y'all. Watch y'all, kids. Because the fact that I was able to leave my home at, like, 2-something in the morning with a parent in the house and my dad getting home, no one checking my room. Of course, I did. I didn't even set up. I don't even know if I set up. No, I had told my younger sister. I said, yo, set up my little pillow bed, like the little bed, please. She was not cool for nothing. She never passed the vibe check about anything. I was like, if you do it for me, I'll do it for you. Like, stop being extras. Come on. Like, so she set it up for me. But I told her, I was like, when they go, when you wake up in the morning, make my bed back. So it looks like I left for the, like for work or whatever. Um, So she did that. That's how I was able to really manage. But the thing, too, is that I don't think my dad even would have checked my room to begin with. Because he. that's the thing, too. Because sometimes he'd check on you. Most other times he wouldn't. So it, it was like, again, hit or miss. You just hope. You just roll in the dice at this point. And I ended up, you know, going there. 
Uh, it was really giving country. I didn't like it. It was given if I went outside, I would be ran down on. It was weird. Like, just to see, I guess because I'm so accustomed to seeing the city, it was very, very weird to see so country-like roads, like, there's so much greenery. Like, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it, and it was creepy. Like, it was just giving scary movie. Like, I don't know. And it was daytime, so that's what makes it worse. Like, why is it giving a scary movie in the daytime? Like, so, long story short, we ain't even end up talking until we get back. We, like, board back on the plane, and now he want to say I'm sorry and stuff like that. And I'm just like, it's fine. Mind you, spent hours in that rental car that he was driving, not saying a word to each other. Like, it was just for what? Um, then he apologizes. We talk about it. Um, um, then he like drools on my shoulder and I'm talking about like a full on, like swimming pool of drool on my shoulder. Like what the hell? Um, and then it was what it was. We, I, I think after that point, we might've talked once or twice after that, but it was a wrap for me. Cause I was like, I just really like fully could have got myself in trouble trying to depart out of the whole damn state for this just to not even be cool with you for the whole time. Like, come on for you to bring up your ex-girlfriend again. It was weird. So that was my little story time on that. But anyway, because it was supposed to be about COVID, but <laughs> that's how I started COVID. So um, that was how I began COVID. Um, like I said, there's the whole moving out story when I moved out in July. Um, you know, everyone being furloughed at some point, like people going into restaurants and then not like you have to wear a mask until you get to your seat and then you take your mask off and then you can eat. But then when you go back to the bathroom, you have to put the mask on. It was just a lot during that, that year that 2020 was crazy. And to really think that the amount of people that had passed away during that year and like it, I think 2020 was, this might be, this might be a, a real shaky thing to say for the people that have actually lost people during that year. So I am, for one, sending, again, condolences to everyone who has lost important family members or friends or just lost anyone during that time period because it was really a crazy time. But I feel like 2020 was needed. Um, I think that allowed us all to really just stop and really appreciate people around us because of the fact that so many people were losing people or even people like me who didn't lose anyone that was immediate or close to me by any means but just to say that you see other people losing people and you can see the way that people are dying and you just getting like you may not care day by day about certain things but then now you start to realize like certain nasty habits that people have or maybe that you might have or just like it's it was truly just a very 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 interesting time and I'm I'm not going to say I'm grateful for 2020. Um, I'm grateful to some extent because I was able to move out. Shout out to them checks that was hitting, um, them unemployment checks. But a lot of people lost people. Um, it was really a hard time. It was really scary. Um, it was a lot. And I just want to say I'm also grateful for that time because it really was a wake-up call for a lot of us. It really gave us a moment to just sit down and just reflect on everything reflect on our lives reflect on what we're doing with our lives reflect on who's in our lives um just appreciating people appreciating time appreciating just every second of the day because it the way people were dying it just showed you that everything could be swiped away from you in a heartbeat so 
to see that we are now in 2023, who would have thought, you know, like the way it was moving in 2020, it was like, we may be like this forever. And the way that things are still going, um, granted, we are able to go outside and have a blast still, but just so many different things are happening in the world. So I think we need to all still be um, observant of our surroundings in regards to sick people, in regards to just our own selves taking precautions about certain things. You know, remember to wash your hands. Remember to use hand sanitizer. Remember to just be vigilant of just, you know, be cleanly, you know, and just be caring of other people in your environment because there's also been a lot of people that have had COVID but still want to go outside, still want to, like, just, they don't have any regard for the fact that they could be infecting other people. So even though it's 2023 and, you know, it's getting hot now, um, people are going to be in each other's faces even more so than they were in the winter. Um, please remember, be, be mindful that sickness is still out here. Be, please be mindful that, um, you know, just be aware, be aware of each other, be aware of yourself, um, and just be mindful and actually give a damn about others and other people's households because it's not always about you. So now we just want to transition over into the next topic, which is should people who were bullied be able to confront bullies or those who spoke ill on them? Um, This is something that I've actually been wanting to touch on a bit because of the whole Michael B. Jordan L'Oreal situation. Um, Seeing that, I I saw a lot of podcasts having various opinions about it. Some people called him corny. Some people said that he wasn't. I would have to agree with the latter Um, I feel like he was not corny by any means. Um, For those that aren't aware, Michael B. Jordan was on the red carpet, I believe, for Creed 3. And L'Oreal, who is a radio host, she also is a podcast host. She does an assortment of things. She is an interviewer. I don't know what she would really be classified as, but apparently they used to go to school together. According to him, she used to... I guess you would say make fun of him or crack on him, make jokes. And she said, that's not what I said. And like, you know, basically saying that this, she never said that she never called him corny. She never, whatever. And he was essentially just kind of like throwing it in her face, being as petty as possible. And I lived. And that is essentially what caused a lot of stir and social media the past well, well, the previous weeks ago, but I felt like that is still a very valid conversation to have because we all grow older. Um, a lot of us are in our twenties. There's people that are in their thirties and forties, fifties and up, you know, and, or there's even people in their teen years. And I actually shout out to Maurice. I, funny enough, I saw his story where I don't think this was a close friend story, but, um, also, Maurice is a part of the By the Gay uh, podcast. I don't know if they're still doing episodes. Um, I haven't seen any updates, but please do support this podcast. However, um, so Maurice, I've seen that he had posted that he saw one of his old, I, I guess you could say bullies, if you will. Um, and she, po- she, like, she looked a mess. And he looked great. And he just looked at her and he winked at her before he left out. And I lived when I read that. And he said that this like this girl, she looked a mess. She looked ridiculous. And I looked 100%. And she used to, like, you know, shit on me back in the day. So looking at her now, I had to, you know, do a little something, basically. And I feel like that's in the same vein as the whole Michael B. Jordan situation where if you know someone was shitting on you or, like, had some 
ill remarks to say about you when you were just at the time it's even worse because Michael B. Jordan would just have his little headshots and like things like that and they had you know like oh this nigga corny he's this he's that and it's just like like I understand that during childhood years I don't know what age they were in I think it was junior high school might have been high school I don't know during these years kids are really mean um we all grow we all change we all well not all of us but a lot of us grow we change um we're not the same person that we used to be um I can even say that about myself not that I was ever a bully but I feel like the way that I was previously even when it came to dating you know that's not why I am now you know I was way worse then I'm better now or I was maybe a worse friend or who didn't really have any self-reflection about things. Now I'm a better person now because I'm older and I can like think about things better. Um, so I, I feel like maybe that's why people said it was corny because it was a long time ago. Um, some people said they the, the fact that they were in Jersey, that that would be corny at th- that time because they're older, you know. So I, I don't know. Um, they're saying like just for cultural reasons and environmental reasons that would just be automatically deemed as corny. But in my opinion, just because someone does something that may not be the norm for you does not mean that they should be default corny because they don't fit into a mold that you are accustomed to or society is accustomed to. Uh, for example, um, which is not really, I never was made fun of for this, but the fact that I've always been into K-pop for since I was in 10th grade. Um, people constantly saying, what is that? Is that Chinese music? What is that? Did a little, like, why are you listening to that? And that used to piss me off crazy. Um, because I'm just like one, I just said Korean, okay, like this Korean, like, where do you hear a C? Where do you like, come on? Like, and then on top of that, it's just like, just because you listen to a certain type of genre of music does not mean that I need to listen to that certain type of genre of music. Same thing would go for the anime heads back in the day. If you watched anime, you were getting your ass cut, period. People were always talking about you. I wasn't the anime girl back then, so it never affected me in that sense. Um, But I've seen it happen to people. I've had the anime friends, and, you know, people always would talk smack about them because, oh, why are you watching anime? Like, why are you so nerdy? Why are you this? Why are you that? Um, You know, it was... I hate kids, Jesus. Like, why Why are people like this? Like, ugh. Like, the fact that immaturity really, like, just really... Ugh, oh, God. Just the thought of kids just being jerks sucked to me. Like, really sucks. And I feel like to some extent, um, I get the fact that, like I said... It's it was a certain time period, you know. L'Oreal would be on the side of the people who were on the normal end of the spectrum. With oh, we're not carrying around headshots, and we're not the nerdy dude. You know, I'm used to maybe being around the jocks. I guess I don't know, or like whatever she was around that they at the time they were like kind of making fun of him or trolling him about certain things. But I feel like the fact that he has made it to this point where she's interviewing him. It gives me the Maurice vibe of, you know what? You said X, Y, and Z about me, but now I'm flexing on you. <laughs> but Michael B. Jordan just had to make it known and say something. You can see his face when he's just kind of like, like, oh, like, what's up? You know, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it was just giving petty all around. And I lived. I lived. Like, I, I'm, I can applaud that because you 
the person that was being made fun of for carrying around these headshots have made a living off of them headshots at this point. You are now, like, I would imagine in the millions at this point, you're a millionaire at this point, you know, whereas other people are thousandaires or a hundredaires or whatever you want to say. Um, damn. Like, that's just really, that's not corny to me. Like, if you made me feel awake growing up, and now someone is saying something to you about it, it's not corny. He's just calling you out. And then acting like you don't know what I'm talking about is even worse. Like, yeah, okay, we don't got no witnesses right now, but don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you didn't say I was corny. Like, like some um, news outlets had said, you remember when someone says certain things to you. The same way some people hold trauma about certain things. Same thing. If you remember, like, a particular person, just in general, I could have a friend that I had knew from way back before, or I just particularly had an experience with one person that maybe I wasn't friends with, but I had an experience with one person. Maybe it left a really bad taste in my mouth. You're going to remember that person. Same way if you had a really good experience, you're going to remember that person. So for him to call her out on it and then her deny it, it's I guess at that point it's hearsay. Who knows? Um, I I support it 100%. If you try to call me corny back in the day and now I've loaded up on your whole ass... You mad. <laughs> you mad, and it is what it is. Okay, so now off to the next topic. So we have the racially changing fictional characters. Some people might get me up out of here after this opinion. I feel I don't give a damn. Now, we have Tinkerbell, as I had made the example previously. We have Little Mermaid. Um, I'm not really sure of particular other characters that... They don't really come to mind right now, but those are the ones that I did note down because those are the ones that were more prominently in social media that I had seen that came across my feed. So I just really want to touch on that because even it happens with, I don't know if that happens with superheroes necessarily, but this would just be, like I said, just more into the fictional character realm just in general. Um, when you grow up seeing a particular character look a certain way I think it is normal to want to continue to see them that way um even if it becomes a live action uh or if it's still in the regular animated way that it is uh perceived maybe it just gets more enhanced over time because you know technology and I I don't know like I just feel like people being upset about that I kind of get it I get it like, why, not saying why do we have a black uh, Ariel, or why do we have a black Tinkerbell, but I can completely understand, and my comparison to it was, if they decided to make, let's say, um, I don't even know who's like a black character, okay, let's say Princess and the Frog, let's say they turn Princess and the Frog white. Like, both of the characters are white. I think this was based in New Orleans or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. I could be completely wrong. But I remember it having some kind of, like, voodoo-ish kind of vibe to it. I didn't really see Princess and the Frog, so I could be completely off right now. Point is, is that they're black. And, or let's even, even better. Let's say they turn Lilo and Stitch from Hawaiian to, like, Chinese. I don't know where. I, I think all the Hawaiian people are going to be like, what the hell? Not saying that the white people should be like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> y'all took Ariel, y'all took Tinkerbell. But y'all, and I mean, to some extent, they should, right? 
Because if you just rent, like, like I had said to one of my friends, if you just take Black Panther and make Black Panther white, it would be like the White Panther. Like, or still name him, I guess, Black Panther, but he's white now. What? Like, every, all the black people are going to have a whole heart attack because they're going to be like, what the hell? Why did you change the character's color? Because you're accustomed to seeing them a certain way. I don't think it has to necessarily do with the fact that, like, oh, why are you making them black? Why are you making them Asian? Why are you making... Like, if you make Mulan, this is based in a particular area. Mulan is supposed to be of Asian descent. If you randomly make Mulan black because you want to show diversity, that's weird. No? Like, I understand wanting to um, give younger colored children more... Like, like, give them more visibility, if that makes sense. Like, give them something to relate to. I completely get that. But I think at that point, make new characters. There's so... Like, I'm tired of people just recycling the same old characters, the same old storylines, the same old everything. There is nothing wrong with making new characters. Adding new people in. Like, everything doesn't need to be black and white. Like, I understand certain things, like... um, Like, I heard that, like, Green Lantern, for example. I heard they had changed Green Lantern's color. Um, I know that when I had used to watch uh, cartoons, Green Lantern was black, the cartoon that I saw. But I've also seen white Green Lantern. Then there was the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, but then there's also a bunch of Green Lanterns, I think, where they're just all different colors, so I don't know. But, I, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I completely get the fact that you don't want a character that you're accustomed to seeing a particular way. If you see Snow White having black hair, white skin, seven dwarfs. Why is Snow White all of a sudden black? It's weird. Like, I don't know. It's just weird to me. It, to me. Because now we're used to seeing her a certain way. This is the way she's been perceived. Not saying that she can't be changed because she's a character. But why can't we make new characters at that point? Why do we need to change the whole idea of what we're seeing here to something new how hallie i think she said her name was hallie because she had updated and told people it was not Haley. it's hallie so hallie um bailey being ariel to me i could have did without it i understand it was it was a win for us black people it's a win and i'm gonna take the win but did i need the black ariel i didn't can i sleep at night Absolutely. Snoring. And do I need the black Tinkerbell? No. Did, do I mind her being black? Doesn't matter to me. But is she white originally? Absolutely. Is Ariel white originally? Absolutely. Is it not off-putting to see a character that you've always seen one particular way to be completely changed into a whole different character? Absolutely. So, I don't really feel like that outrage is so I don't feel like that outrage is unwarranted. I feel like that is completely understandable for people to feel like why did y'all change the whole character's color? It's just random. I don't care if it's the fact that this is just a cartoon. That's a perfect example. It's just a cartoon. Why are we changing the whole color of the cartoon? Just make a new cartoon. There nobody has no ideas nowhere. We can't make no other like black uh sea animal or see person we can't make a another like magical being that's black we we have to make just take the people that's already there and just change it like there's nothing wrong with keeping it the way it is and make adding something new 
I don't think we need to necessarily replace things all the time because, like I said, if they decided to change a, a character that was black and turn that character white, all hell would break loose. 100%. So, for me, this may be an unpopular opinion, I could have did without the transition of racially changing the characters to a different character for the sake of wanting kids who are colored to relate. Why don't we just have people, it could be a white person to make it, it could be uh, people of color who make it, just somebody make new characters. Like Lilo and Stitch wasn't a thing until it was. Lilo and Stitch, uh, Lilo, particularly because Stitch is just an alien, but Lilo is Hawaiian, they're in Hawaii. If you, Like I said, if you decide to change that whole background and make Lilo black, and let make everybody black, but they're in Hawaii... It's just like, that's not what the character was. The character wasn't like a black Hawaiian. They just were like a Hawaiian Hawaiian or whatever. Like, it was just, you know, they have a particular look because that's the way the characters were made. I don't think that they need to be edited now for that purpose. But that's me. And that's my opinion. Okay, so this is my last topic. Um, and then I will be closing up out this episode now, once again, I think I'm going to get packed out for this one. Possibly. Possibly not. Again, I don't care. So, <laughs> this is the, should women be expected to give up sex if a man flies her out and spends a lot of money on her? Yes. I'm going to have to say yes. If sexual energy was already being given. And I'm not talking about we were flirting sexually back and forth as a unit, I'm talking about if he is outwardly sexually making advances to you. At that point, why are you going if you had no intentions to go over there to have sex? Just to use him to, like, get things? Why? Now, this is probably a few months ago that I've seen this video. I'm sure a few of us have probably seen it, if not all of us. But if not, I will also give a small little detail. So, there was a woman... Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, she was either white or Hispanic. Doesn't matter. And there was a black male. He had, was spending money on her, taking her out. He flew her out, put her in a hotel. Not that the hotel was particularly lavish or anything. But he set her up, if you will. Um, granted, to whose standard, doesn't really matter to me. Point was, is that he spent money that he didn't have to. Um, and he had her come about, come out there, flew her out there, spent money on her for dinners and this, this, that. Fine. They're now in the hotel. The video cues on. He's screaming and shouting at her, recording her, um, basically trying to like badger her and berate her and degrade her, um, insult her. You get the point. Um, essentially saying, why did she come out here if she had no intentions of having sex with him? So forth. Now, I, again, have to agree because based off of what he's saying, that's what the energy was giving. That's what the rhythm was giving. Why did you come out here if you had no intentions of having sex? Another good example that people are probably also familiar with, the future example. Had the girl come out. She came out there saying, oh, I'm trying to, you know, talk about music X, Y, and Z. He's like, I guess he said, oh, all right, whatever, whatever. But make sure he said, make sure you have your lingerie or make sure you sexy or something. Some again, alluding to sexual behavior. Women, please stop 
acting dumb. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I've known someone who would literally invite dudes over. She'll put on some sexy ass clothes exclusively for this reason, mind you. Now, you literally were looking like a bum all day. Wasn't showered, hair a mess, room a mess, everything's a mess. You are saying to me, hey, I'm going to have a guy come over today. We're going to cuddle. That's it. I am not a fan of that cuddling shit for me. I'm not a fan of it. I've been raped. Um, I've already documented this on a previous podcast. If you have any, inf- if you have the desire to hear that story, please date yourself back. It's fine. Um, yeah. And like I said, that experience for me has definitely been an eye opener. It's definitely made me more aware of certain behaviors and certain things that I may have been naive to previously. Um, and if a man was outright being sexual with me, I would just, you know, eh, okay, man, you know, like just act like nothing about it or whatever and think, oh, I can just, you know, kind of like, uh, dust this off and it'll, it'll just be what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't have to address this. This is not going to happen. He may have said it, but you know, whatever, you know, doing that thing. Now, like I said, I've ha- I've known someone who would have, like I said, looked like a bum all day. Now, dude came over. Now you want to put on makeup. Or he's about to come over. You want to put on makeup. Obviously, you have to shower. You are making your room spotless. You are making your room smell good. You're making sure you smell good. You're just doing it all up. Like I said, you are literally saying, I'm going to cuddle. Why are you putting on makeup to cuddle? Do y'all get where I'm going with this? Why are you putting on makeup to cuddle with somebody that you said that you don't have no intentions of having sex with? Why are you cuddling with someone that you have no intentions to have sex with? Why are you in the dark watching a movie, cuddling with someone that you have no intentions of having sex with and you're not dating? So that's why I'm saying, women, cut it the fuck out, please. Please. Certain people, not saying you do it to yourself, but when there's certain things going on, and there's certain things that you are setting it up for, the alley-oop for him to start trying to rub and feel and touch. Like I said, putting on makeup and doing all these other things to cuddle and lay down with somebody that you've been flirting ridiculously with sexually. But when he come here, I'm not going to do nothing with him. So what are you invite? First of all, why are you inviting him over? Why are you laying down with him? Why are you in the dark laying down with him with your butt to his private area? Why are we doing this? Like, can someone please explain to me, woman to woman, why are you doing that? Like, what is the purpose of doing things like that? That's to to cause an urge, right? To cause him to be aroused, to find, to make you be more attractive, I guess. I don't know what your purpose is, but stop doing that. Because that, for me, as someone who's been, like I said, assaulted, because maybe the R word is a little rough for people. But someone who's been assaulted, that is you just opening up gates for other people who have had bad experiences and just just really, you, you're almost putting yourself in that situation to have something to happen to you. Now you just hope that the man has some self-control. And yes, I understand women say, well, he should have self-control already. He should X, Y, and Z. Yeah, he should, but he doesn't. Now what? Like, 
We can't keep acting like, oh, teach these young men to, okay. And the same way y'all teach people to be good people and they still come out shit. So it's not that the, the people aren't being taught all the time. It's not necessarily that every last time. It's the fact that we ought to also be aware of certain things to not do certain things. Stop doing certain things that you should not be doing. You're purposely baiting someone with you know good and damn well you have no intention of doing anything. Now, let me backtrack. That was just an extra example. Like I said, the future thing. Him telling you to bring your lingerie and all that other stuff. But you talking about, I'm going a, I'm to a come, I'm going to talk music, da da da. All right, well, bring it, make sure you bring your lingerie and he fly you out. Now, if you know you don't want to do anything with this man and he told you bring lingerie, but you want to talk about music, at what point did you think that lingerie and music was supposed to come into conversation? Like, when was the music coming before the lingerie? Like, if a man is trying to sexualize a situation, please make a notation of that as a red flag. Please, if you don't have no intentions of having sex with this man or doing anything sexual with this man, do not engage do not engage, do not go over, do not do any of those things. Do not get flown out. Don't do any of those things. Because if someone is spending their money on you, yes, there are certain people that are tricks and will spend the money. Great. But you know who isn't. You don't always know who isn't. Okay, because I understand every situation and every case is different. But a lot of the times, you know who is and who isn't. And if you are outright going to an example like the future situation where he told you to bring lingerie, but you know you don't want to have sex. Why are you going there still? Because you want to take the opportunity? That's not that's not what it's giving. The same way that woman got flown out there and the man is buying all this stuff and he's outwardly giving sexual energy to you, but now that you've came there and he's kicking you out the hotel and he's berating you and insulting you and embarrassing you and recording it, saying that you're you're a hoe and you're this this that because you you just being a oh, the old t- term of a prick tease if you will um but you're doing all these things with no intention of following through with the energy that you seen right there now at that point it's it's just like why did you go why'd you go to get to get yelled at to get felt up on, to then run away? Like, why'd you go? Please be aware of the things that you are doing. Please stop being naive. Or stop ignoring the signs on purpose. I don't know what that is, but cut it out. Because that is unacceptable. <laughs> that shit is unacceptable as hell. As someone who's done naive things before, believe me. And I'd never do them again. Because I've seen the way it had caught me in a crazy position before. We're, we're getting too old to do these things. I understand when you're younger, you are naive, things happen. But when you are at these older ages that we're at, if the energy is giving, I'm trying to fuck, put on your reading glasses, read that line that says he's trying to fuck. Close the book if you ain't trying to fuck. Put the book back in the shelf and go lay the hell down by yourself. Don't go over there, don't entertain, don't get flown out, don't do any of those things. Because if he is flying you out to do all those things and he's giving that energy outright, please be prepared for things to go left. Guys, 
Thank you so much for listening to my episode. I'm trying to start out a different format, if you will, um, on how I want to kind of like do things for the podcast. I didn't really know how to do things before, but at this point I've decided, you know what, if I have topics that I want to discuss, I'll just take three or four of them, discuss them, even if they're not necessarily relevant to each other and do my own thing. Um, and it is what it is guys. Thank you for constantly listening, supporting, um, And like I said, I will be having my little question, what is that, my little ass fatu (laughs) little thing that I will be putting up on Instagram in the coming weeks, so please be on the lookout for that. Um, I will also be having the episodes with me and Shantae, which was originally supposed to be the Dose podcast because we're retarded, and it just meant two because it's two of us, (laughs) Um, but me and my older sister will be recording some episodes, um, and one of them will be getting dropped next week. Um, so please look forward to that as well. Thank you guys so much for constantly, like I said, tuning in. Please drop a rating, um, if you're listening to, or listening on, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And (laughs) thank you guys so much for the continuous support. Um, also leave comments. That'd be great. Um, reach out to me on Instagram. If you don't have me, Fatu underscore XOXO. Um, and yeah. Let me know what you guys have interest in hearing about, like different topics that you like to hear an opinion about. Um, And yeah, thank you guys again and enjoy your week. And don't forget to tell me happy birthday. All right, later, guys.